KCIM Sports presents the Pizza Ranch Saturday Morning Coaches Show with Sports Director Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, John, and a good Saturday morning, everybody, and welcome here to the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this uh, February the 24th. We're going to be wrapping up the season with a couple of our area coaches as their season came to an end this week. We'll talk with Randy Beeson with the Carroll Boys Basketball Team. We'll also talk with Katie Cook with the Carroll Girls Basketball Team. We're also going to be talking with Sean Minahan of the Kemper Boys Basketball Team. They're still in action. They'll be playing later tonight. I'll have more of that at the close of the show. You can also hear some about their matchup with Grundy Center coming up in the show, which is going to get underway here in just a couple of moments. So thanks for tuning in here. Again, this is our final Pizza Ranch Coaches Show of the winter sports season. So again, we'll talk Sean Minahan when we come back. That's next right here on KCIM. Hi, this is Dr. Rick Godding. Join me here on KCIM at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings where I talk about orthopedics and whatever else really comes to mind. We have a good time on the show and we would like to invite you to join us. Listen this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. right here on KCIM for the St. Anthony Hospital Orthopedic Show with Dr. Rick Godding. For more information about St. Anthony Orthopedics, go to stanthonyhospital.org or call 794-5536. Lens Insurance and Grinnell Mutual are committed to our local farmers and to supporting all they have invested in their equipment and their land. Count on us to help you be prepared for this year and all it will bring. Together, we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Lens Insurance, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at 792-1700 today. Trust in Tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. We're back here on the uh, Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this uh, Saturday morning, talking right now with uh, Kemper Boys basketball coaches Sean Minahan. They had that tremendous comeback uh, earlier this week against South Central Calhoun to advance into a uh, sub-state final tonight. Uh, played over at Boone. It is going to be a 7.30 start for anybody that looked originally. It's been bumped back a half an hour, and we'll talk to Sean about that here in just a moment, but we'll have everything covered for you on Kick 106.7. Sean, appreciate you joining us here. I know it's a busy day for you, so Thanks very much for the time here. Congratulations on getting into another at Substate and on that tremendous comeback on on uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and I'm just glad to you know have you have you there covering it. So for for people that weren't able to make it, and probably get a sense of the uh, the drama that was happening. We'll start with, with the seventeen to nothing run. I think everybody that has mentioned something to me to about that game has his, how do you outscore somebody 17 to nothing, uh, you know, to end a ball game, to win by one? Um, I've told them what I thought. Let's talk to you about it. You're the one that uh, had the team that did it. Yeah, um, you know, it started with defense. We uh, had some good full-court man pressure. Not man pressure. We ran some full-court zone in the first half. Uh, and, you know, I thought that limited them pretty decent uh, in the first half. Third quarter, we went half-court man defense and they were able to kind of have their way fourth quarter just kind of a desperation move we had to go full court man look to try to trap out of it and uh you know we created some turnovers and then they they rushed some shots i think they probably took shots quicker than they really wanted to um and we were able to limit them on second chance opportunities and then offensively just push the tempo and, and we got some shots to fall and we were able to get to the rim a little bit better 
Coach, and I thought the really key thing for you guys as well, so many guys stepped up. Michael Kaspovar had some key threes. I thought Carson Caney was tremendous all game long, especially finding guys. But Tragen Biter, a couple of huge defensive plays, hit a three for you. And then, you know, Brock Bading stepped up and, and drilled a couple of back-to-back uh, -back threes to get you within one. Carter Putney kind of took over uh, rebounding inside. So uh, this wasn't one guy kind of bringing you back. This was an entire team effort. Yeah, I mean, it just that's kind of I, our, our starters all really stepped up into big roles. Um, and then Jack Bain even had a crucial stop for us. Um, he came in, applied some pressure, um, and they ended up on the when they inbounded the ball, Jack was on him, and they ended up catching it uh, with a foot on that of bounds line. So, um, you know, just all those guys really stepped up and kind of, you know, contributed. Michael, that was his best shooting game um, since. Really, Isak. He had two threes against Isak, and um, but he, you know, he hadn't been shooting the ball the way he's capable of. So it was really nice to see him knock down some shots for us. What did South Central Calhoun do so effectively um, throughout the first three quarters and into the fourth to be able to build a 16-point lead? Uh, you know, they were just efficient. They used their size well. Um, they rebounded really, really well. That so, if they did miss it, they were able to, you know, be in position. I think Bata, you know, a couple times he Gavin missed his shot and was able to get the ball back and then put it back in. Um, the Burnquist kid did a good job on the baseline. Sword was really athletic, rebounding all night long. He pushed the ball in, in transition a couple of times on us. Um, and then uh, you know, Cole Higgins was really, really good in the third quarter. Um, he was getting into that mid-range jumper, and, you know, he used his length to shoot over our guards. You know, we had... You know he's six three with long arms, and and we you know guys guard him are under six foot tall, and he just he was able to get to his shot, and um, and and it really gave us a tough time. And then uh, you know when the Anderson kid hit that three, I was not feeling the most confident, and that was right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. But um, out of a timeout, we switched some stuff up, and uh, you know the rest was kind of the rest was kind of history. Coach, you mentioned their length. They were able to get a lot of offensive rebounds early, but uh, was it effort? What was it that last four and a half minutes? I don't remember an offensive rebound for them uh, to close out that game. Yeah, I mean, it, it really came down to effort and just uh, um, the guys weren't ready for the season to be over. Just everything was kind of out of the desperation. You know? yeah, ideally, we don't put ourselves in that situation early. Um and, uh, you know, we don't have to rely on, on it doing it from a desperation standpoint, but our guys, uh, you know, they did what they needed to do. So uh, I could not be more happy for them um, than how we responded to some pretty extreme adversity. Coach, what's the atmosphere been like in practice since that win to get ready uh, for the game coming up later tonight over at Boone? You know, really good. You know, Wednesday we just took a – we just focused on our shooting – and uh, shot the ball really, really well. Thursday, we didn't shoot the ball quite as well, but it was more of a think day uh, where we're trying to go through more specifically what Grundy Center does um, offensively and defensively in matchups. So, um, you know, we're, we're doing a little bit more thinking, and then, uh, uh, you know, Friday we're able to get after it and, and uh, get things looking crisp and ready to go for tonight. What are you looking at with this ball club? Uh, you and I were chatting off the air and, and – and you you made it kind of known that this is a really good ball club. They're nineteen and three, just like you guys. So this is a really good ball club you're going to be seeing. 
Yeah, I mean, they're the most complete team, I think, uh, as far as their starters and then into their bench that we've seen in a couple years now. Um, they have height. All their starters are six foot one or taller, um, up to six six. They're really long and athletic. They they're aggressive on offensive rebounds. They cut and move really really well. They hunt for mismatches really really well. Um, and then defensively, you know, they use their length. They're going to play man half court man defense. They'll mix in some a couple of different looks for you. Um, but their their bread and butter is man, half court man defense. So. The thing that we like about that is that's where we're most comfortable. That's what we've yep. seen the most this year. Um, you know, we did struggle a little bit a couple of games now against uh, some length in, in the 2-3, which is, I mean, a disappointing as a shooting team. You usually want to see the 2-3. Uh, we, we didn't shoot the ball quite the way we're capable of, but hopefully we can, you know, spread them out and uh, get more aggressive playing east and west, get the defense moving east and west, and that will open up some gaps and let us get downhill to the rim. Would would it surprise you at all, that even though they, their bread and butter is man-to-man, to see how you guys have maybe struggled against zone and show some of that against you? No, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, this time of year you can't let anything surprise you. Um, you know, maybe they could throw you, if they, whether they throw a junk at you, they, if they want to go boxing one, diamond one, or, well, you know, whatever, um, you know, try and take Brock away. They, they ran uh, – half-court man defense, but then they took away um, AP, Appalachian Parkersburg, that's who they beat in their district final, to take away their shooters. Now one of them still ended up scoring 30 points. So, um, you know, that's what I told Brock. I told him to, you know, watch that game and focus on how they guarded their shooters because that's how they're going to guard you. And, and he so he's looking forward to the challenge. Coach, uh, you mentioned that you've seen some teams with length and they're going to have it. How much does it benefit you to kind of uh, face that, especially like with South Central Calhoun earlier this week, to, to, to kind of get a little bit more practice against that length that you might see tonight? Yeah, I mean, that's huge for us. That's, you know, that's the one thing we can't really replicate from a scout team standpoint. Um, you know, we our scout team doesn't have a lot of size. I mean, we have one guy in our scout team that run, that's over six foot tall. <laughs> so it can't really replicate that in the practice setting. Um, but, you know, we've been the smaller team literally every game all year. So um, it, it's, it's one of those things you can't, it's not, we shouldn't be expected or um, surprised by the fact that the other team happens to be bigger than us because that's what we've seen all year. Coach, I mentioned earlier, 7.30 start uh, youth tournament, you said, going to be going on in Boone. They needed, it uh, sounds like, a little bit more time to kind of get everything switched over. Yep, yeah. So, yeah, they just run a youth tournament, uh, and they just wanted to be able to get everything switched over and set up for, for our game. So that's 30-minute uh, later start time. So sort of seven, they just bumped it back to 7.30. And uh, either way, it's going to be good for us, and have guys will be ready to go tonight. Well, Coach, as always, uh, fun to catch up with you. I'll look uh, like looking forward to chatting with you after the game coming up later on tonight. So, best of luck. Appreciate you joining us here, and we'll see you a little bit later on this evening. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, and I'll see you tonight. You bet. Head Coach Sean Minahan again with the Kemper Boys basketball team back with more from the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show right here on KCIM. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. 
Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Ready to fuel your career with a company that's making a difference? Look to Poet Bioprocessing in Coon Rapids. They're looking for a skilled plant operator to join their team. Get started with a generous sign-on bonus, plus competitive compensation based on your experience, comprehensive benefits, and a 401k match. Apply online now at poet.com backslash Coon Rapids. We're back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show, wrapping up the outstanding season for the uh, Carroll Tiger boys basketball team as they uh, pushed at number two ADM on Thursday night on the road in their sub-state semifinal. Joining us right now is head coach Randy Beeson. And coaches, always appreciate all the time. Yeah, good to talk with you, Jeff. You bet, Coach. Hopefully we were talking and, and still had another week to go, but uh, what an effort for your guys and you on on Thursday night. Uh, you know, you're up seven in the fourth quarter uh, against, uh, you know, the number two ranked team on their court. You really kind of had them out of sync for a lot of that game, but um, they heated up for me on the three-point line in the fourth quarter and, and able to tie it and then took a lead and, and were able to, to hit enough free throws down the stretch and, and a valiant effort by you and your guys, but it, it fell just a little bit short. Yeah, yeah, our, our guys were great, actually. We came into that game with a lot of confidence and uh, played really good basketball for for three and a half quarters, pretty much. And defensively, we were really good, uh, did a really good job of, of not giving them easy ones. And offensively, we got out and, and scored in transition a little bit. But, uh, you know, we talked about getting some extra opportunities of going to the offensive glass and I think we had nine offensive rebounds in the first half against them. And uh, the first two times we had played them, that, that wasn't the case. They out-rebounded us and kind of took it to us on the glass. So uh, our guys responded well in the first half and uh, did a really good job on the glass and, and just played good team basketball. And uh, second half, third quarter, we struggled to score, but we were still solid defensively and we're still in the game going to fourth. And like you said, uh, we banked in a three to go up 37-30 with about five and a half, six minutes to go. And uh, had definitely had opportunities to, to win the game down the stretch. But they had some big threes uh, laid and, and made their free throws down the stretch. Uh, so a tough loss from our guys, but uh, I couldn't be more proud of the effort uh, and the energy that they brought all night. Yeah, you mentioned the energy. That was the the biggest thing I noticed. You and I were talking, be you know, during the commercial break before we got on the air here. That you know, you guys' offensive rebounds last night in the first half, I thought I thought was what kept you guys in the lead. And a lot of that was you guys just wanted the ball more than they did. It seemed like early on. Yeah, uh, yeah, we were we were outstanding. I mean, we had two or three guys down there. And that's tough to do against them because they're so good at getting out and running and scoring in transition, and they got really good three-point shooters. And uh, so we knew that if we weren't getting offensive rebounds, we were going to have to spur them back. And the first two times we played them, I think we were more worried about getting back instead of just being relentless and going and getting that basketball. And uh, you're right, we, we probably missed a few too many around the baskets uh, to give ourselves that many opportunities, but. Our guys were there to clean it up and help each other out, and if they couldn't get it themselves, they were tipping it to a, to a teammate. And uh, so, really good job on the offensive glass in, in the first half. And that's just, you know, offensive rebounds all about effort and uh, you know working a little bit harder than the guy that's trying to box you out. And uh, like I said, couldn't be more proud of, of the, 
guys' effort and the guys' commitment to preparing and being ready uh, for that game. And you know, we had a great crowd following, and the student section was great. And we got up 37-30 there in the fourth quarter, and uh, we got a standing ovation. Everyone's going crazy. It's a loud, loud environment. So a lot of a lot of fun to play in that game. It's, it's just unfortunate that uh, we couldn't find a way to pull that game out because the guys played played super hard and played their tails off uh, all game. So uh, it's a tough one to take. You never want to lose that last one, but uh, super proud of our guys' effort. Coach, uh, you had mentioned earlier that uh, you know they had kind of won the rebound battle against you guys the first two matchups. I was a little surprised, had not seen either one of those games. And, uh, I thought last night through most of the game, they didn't really attack the offensive glass. Was that different than, than the first two matchups? Well, the, the Rykowski kid, uh, their five-man uh, kind of dominated the first couple times we played him. He did a really nice job on, on Evan and uh, made it tough for him to score. And it seemed like he got every every rebound. Uh, I think last time we played him, he had seven or eight offensive rebounds himself, 15 rebounds uh, for the game, something like that. And so they don't have much size, uh, but that kid, uh, 6'4", post player, big and strong and athletic, uh, really did a good job, and he actually was the one uh, that limited us in the second half. Yep. Uh, I mean, he cleaned up on the defensive glass, getting a bunch of those rebounds. So, uh, you know, it, it, them as a team, I mean, the Bright kid's a really good shooter. He's really developed into not just being a three-point shooter, but getting inside and, and rebounding as well. So they have a little length there, but besides that, they don't have uh, very overly tall guards or tall post players. So, uh, those two guys did a really good job, which made it tough for us in the second half. But, uh, yeah, the first two games, uh, the, the Rykowski kid kind of cleaned up for everybody uh, on the glass. But, uh, once again, give our guys credit. You know, they, they competed and, and battled uh, on the rebounding edge. And I haven't seen uh, final stats on, on where we were with the rebounding. Uh, but our guys uh, worked their tails off uh, all game. Coach, let's bounce back. You had two games this last week. You played Monday as well over at Denison to open up the substate. Uh, dominant performance really took over. I thought after getting down early with Denison hitting three different threes and all of them kind of from deep with different guys, you guys took over on the defensive end, got some tips, got out in transition. I know it was only a two-point lead for you at the end of the first quarter, but I felt at that point you were in control of the game, and then you really blew it open the second quarter. Yeah, we played really well uh, against Denison. Uh, as well uh you know they hit i think four threes in the first quarter but three right off the bat and we got down 13 three 13 to four uh but our guys you know they they never wavered and they they kept on just uh playing good defense and we got on ran a little bit and got some good looks and uh you know we we keep saying threes aren't going to beat you you just got to protect the paint and, and force enough jumpers and uh did a much better job of that there after that the first little stretch and sometimes when uh, those guys hit their their first three of the night uh in the back of my mind i'm thinking all right that's a good thing they'll just keep on shooting and uh we as long as we rebound those long threes that'll be a good thing for us and uh, uh you know that three different guys hit them and uh, a couple of those guys i don't think uh, made very many the rest of the night uh but our guys played really well. You know, you always want to be playing your best basketball towards the end of the season. And, and uh, that game especially, you know, first round of districts, you're, uh, a lot of guys that haven't been in that position haven't played uh, that type of basketball, knowing that it's, if you lose, you're done. And it's, uh, it was 
it was fun to see uh, them come out and, and play good defense, and the energy and the excitement was great there, too. We had a great crowd, and uh, they really fed off of that, and, and we played a really solid basketball game, uh, full game that night against Denison. Coach, you guys started the year 5-0. and uh, As we take a look back kind of at the season, uh, you got that big win in your opener against Kemper, then um, knocked off uh, Gilbert at home, beat North Polk, uh, played a good Storm Lake team and got by them, and then went on the road and, and beat a good winner's set team that I think still playing, if I remember right, they won on Thursday night. So um, really nice start to the season for you guys. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, coming in the year, you never know. I mean, you, you feel like what you see at practice is, is going to be good enough to beat teams, but you never really know until you start playing the games. And, you know, that Kemper game is always a, always a big one, and we knew that they were going to have a really nice team. So uh, finding a way to win that one on, on a buzzer beater was a fun start to the season. And, you know, and then you get into some of those conference games and you feel like, man, North Polk's going to be okay and, and Gilbert's going to be okay, and we found a way to win those. And, you start off going five and zero, and you're like, man, all right. Uh, I thought we could be okay, but uh, I didn't realize it would be like this already. So uh, we had some really good wins early on, and uh, we got off to a hot start. Coach, uh, you started getting some illnesses and some injuries. Is is that what impacted this team, uh, or or what happened there, kind of in that mid part of December, as you guys slumped it just a little bit going into the break? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's like we talked about uh, Thursday night after the game. I mean, I, I've never had a season where uh, so many illnesses and uh, people being sick and missing games, I've, I've never had it where so many kids have been affected by that. It's just kind of a strange thing. You know, uh, Jared Getmano was out after the first game until after Christmas. Uh, so we, we had to make some adjustments there. And then just other guys, you know, and even some of the games that, we might have had most of our team. Uh, they weren't quite right. You know, they were sick. They they, they showed up because they, they didn't really want to miss a game. Uh, you know, and even after Christmas, uh, we got a lot of those guys back. Jared came back, but it seemed like uh, with rescheduled games, we had a lot of games in a short stretch, and guys still aren't feeling quite well. But uh, so, I mean, that's you can point your fingers and say, yeah, you know, we were sick and that's why our record was what it was. But, you know, every team's going through some, some adversity. So uh, our guys did a good job. You know, all those, all those games, we, we ran into a tough stretch there where we lost a lot of games and, uh, but we weren't playing terrible basketball. We were playing three quarters, three and a half quarters of pretty good basketball against some really good teams in our conference. And, uh, just come find a way to finish the games. You know, teams got hot in the fourth quarter, and we struggled to score in the fourth quarter. And for whatever reason that was, it seemed to happen quite often. And uh, you know, but I think that's a testament too to our conference. We yes. got some really good conference schools. Uh, Winterset uh, is still playing, and they were a one seed uh, in their district. Uh, you know, ADM obviously, as you know, is, is ranked second and. Uh, we lost three games on the year. Bondurant is a two seed uh, in our district, and uh, they're playing each other coming up. You know, so uh, Ballard uh, beat whoever they played by about 40 points uh, on Thursday. So I mean, we got some uh, really good teams in our conference, and uh, there's no no games off. And even Gilbert, who we lost to the second time, uh, you know, has a really nice team, and they get out and run, and they play fast, and. They average about 65 points a game, 70 points, and 
so yeah, you look at our schedule and look at our record and go, man, they, they really struggled this year. But uh, I don't think that really shows uh, how good of a basketball team we were by looking at our record because uh, we competed in all those games and, and we were right there. And, you know, a couple couple breaks here and there, uh, that, that record's quite a bit different. And uh, I know every team can say that, but our guys battled and competed and we had a tough stretch of rescheduled games. We were playing a lot of games in a short amount of days and uh, we just finally needed a break there towards the end. And uh, like we talked about before, you always want to be playing your best basketball at the end of the season. And I was really hoping that was going to come at some point, you know, because uh, we had still lost some games there towards the end. But uh, the Harlan game was great. We went on the road and, and played really good basketball, played really good defensively. And uh, we continued that on to the Denison game. And uh, I mean, as you saw against ADM, uh, our guys were ready. They were ready to compete and play play well. And uh, we, we put a couple games there of really good basketball together. So, uh, you know, it's unfortunate for those seniors because they did, they did everything we asked all year long. And uh, put us in a good position there uh, down the stretch to win those games. And it's unfortunate because you lose a bunch of games throughout the regular season, and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're not a two or three seed. You're, you're a five seed, and you're playing against some better teams, and uh, you run up against the number two team in the state and the team that's only lost two or three times and uh, instead of having a little easier path to get there. But uh, give our guys credit, and, and seniors especially, for – for putting us in that position to, to win that game the other night. Coach, you mentioned your conference. I'm just going to run through here. In a 10-day span, 9-10 day span, you guys played DCG. You played Winterset, Ballard, ADM, and Bondurant. For I'd like to see any team go through a stretch in, in, of, of those five games in 9-10 in, in days and, and see what their record is coming <laughs> out of there. Um, you mentioned the Harlan game. Uh, I look at that one. Maybe I didn't get to see it. I, I, the Kemper game. Uh, the way you guys played the other night against Dennis and Slushwick, those are the three that come to my mind. Uh, maybe the game against Winterset early for you guys. But when you look back at the season, which which game do you stands out as this is the team I thought we could have this year? Well, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about because we went to Glenwood for our pride scrimmage, you know, before we even played Kemper. And uh, we made 10 threes in the first half. And, you know, my brother's an assistant coach there. They be at Glenwood and, uh, we just kind of laughed about it afterwards going, man, you know, I, I didn't think we'd really be a three point shooting team. We go out there, we play fast. We beat them by 30, uh, make 10 threes in the first half. And I'm going, Holy cow. Is this who we are? Uh, then we won a lot of games where we only made three threes in a game. <laughs> and I'm yeah. going, man, uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, you know, but you're you're right. I mean, that Kemper game was a lot of fun. It's always a fun game. Uh, I think our kids will remember that one for a long time. Uh, hitting that game winner at the end, Evan Hammer. Uh, yep. I mean, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, there's a few conference games in there that the win at Winterset on the road yep. I thought was a big win for us uh, early on, and that was you know without Jared being in there. So, uh, but yeah, you, you know, you get to that tough stretch. You play DCG, and we. We were okay in the first quarter, and that thing got ugly uh, real quick, and they're a really good team. Uh, and we knew that stretch was going to be tough. We, we tried to reschedule games where it wasn't going to have to be in that stretch. We tried to move games around, and then, you know, with the weather, uh, you start running out of dates of when to do it, and you're not canceling those games, so you just got to play them when it works for both teams. And 
but I think, you know, fighting through that, we tell the guys all the time, right? Like basketball is supposed to teach you some life lessons. Yep. You know, you're going to have to fight through some adversity. Things aren't going to go your way. Uh, unfortunately, we had a lot of those conversations during that stretch of, hey, you got to fight through it. You know, uh, life's not fair sometimes. Basketball's not fair sometimes. You got to find a way to keep competing and, and playing together as a team and, and finding a way. So, um, you know, going to Harlan that night, you know, Harlan's always well coached. Coach Osborne does a great job. He's been yep. there forever. Uh, it's always a fun one to play against, just uh, from me being there and, and playing basketball there. But I, I thought our guys were great. And they always came to practice every single day with, with the confidence, with the energy, with the excitement of, hey, we need to keep getting better and doing the little things. And, and that doesn't happen on all teams, you know, and, and having the senior leadership of, of Evan Hammer and Peyton Wardell, uh, you know, those guys come to practice and getting after people and challenging people and uh, pushing people and, and saying, hey, you know, we're not just here just because it's another practice. we got to find a way to keep getting better. And uh, you can't say enough about those guys. Yep. Uh, you know, Caden Langling being a senior, uh, Will Schultes, Caleb Vanderheiden, uh, you know, all those guys are, are difference makers and they're guys that, were passionate and, and wanted to succeed and wanted to have a successful year. And, you know, some of those guys played more than others. And, and it didn't matter. They came to practice every day with the mindset of, you know, how can I help on my team? And how can I, how can I make our team better? And uh, you can't say enough about those kids. And, you know, at the end of the day, of course, you want to keep winning games. You want to have uh, a successful record and all that stuff. But uh, at the end of the day, you want, you want, teach kids life lessons on, on how to be a good person and, and how to get into the real world and, and make a difference and, and being able to come to practice every day and compete and have the right attitude and, and be a good teammate when things aren't going your way and losing a bunch of games right in a row of, of games that you feel like you should have won. I mean, there's, those are tough stretches and it's very easy to start pointing fingers and, and saying, man, I should be playing more. I should be doing stuff. Uh, it's not fair. Uh, we, we had none of that. So those guys stepped up and they were huge. And, you know, that's, it's a great sign for the underclassmen like Jared Moore and, and Mac and Stone and, you know, Carter Essek and Noah Henner, some guys that, that stepped up here at the end of the year and did some nice things. Uh, Blake Walensky, you know, we look forward to what he can do next year. So we have a lot of guys that I think learned a lot of valuable lessons this year and that's what you want. And, uh, hopefully it's just an opportunity to keep learning and growing and keep getting better. Yeah, Coach, you're going to lose a great group of seniors, but like you said, you just kind of ran through some of the names of guys that I think all got valuable, valuable experience, and I've heard a lot about that sophomore group kind of as a whole, and I'm sure we'll see more of those guys next year. For that team coming back, what's the focus for you that you want them to do here in the off season to be kind of ready to go? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always – we want to be better basketball players, right? You, you, you got to be better scorers. You got to be better shooters. We need to make more shots. You know, uh, games that we lost this year, uh, we struggled to, to make outside shots. You know, so we need some guys that can step in and, and be consistent, making outside shots, shoot a better percentage. Uh, but we also need guys that are able to get to the basket. You know, you got to, you can't just be a, a spot up three point shooter. You got to be able to attack the basket and, and do some things too. So, uh, I think we got a good mix of that. Uh, once again, it helps when you can pass it. It helps when uh, you can be more athletic. Uh, so getting in the weight room, you know, putting in your time there is, is only going to help you be a better athlete. And, uh, you know, we we got sophomore class. we got some juniors too. Uh, 
that we'll expect big things out of. And, you know, like I said, uh, Carter Essek, Noah Henners, uh, got some minutes there late in the year and uh, really showed uh, what they can do as well as far as just passing the basketball and making plays and, and doing some things. So, uh, you know, the, the cupboard's not bare. It's not like, oh, man, now we got a couple of years where uh, where we're going to have to rebuild and do some things. Uh, I think our, our underclassmen are going to be are going to be ready to go, and, and they know that they got big shoes to fill. I mean, I can't say enough about Evan Hammer being a, a three-year starter and uh, the, the leadership that he brought and just being a good teammate and and always being that guy that's, that's clapping his hands and getting people fired up and, you know, not yelling at people but coaching and teaching. And You know, he was kind of like an assistant coach on our team as far as just, you know, being that guy that, that people look up to. And, uh, you know, Peyton Wardell, uh, same way. I mean, you think of what he accomplished this year uh, at, at six foot or however tall he is. You know, being a post player, being a point guard, being a wing player, doing a little little bit of everything. But just the determination of of what he was able to do on the offensive glass and and games and getting to the basket. I mean, all those little things. That, yep. You know, a lot of times people think that you got to score a lot of points in order to, to play basketball, or you got to score a lot of points in order to make a difference on a team. And he's definitely a kid that you look at and go, "Man, there's so many intangibles that he brought to our team that, uh, you know, that that people don't quite see and don't recognize." So, uh, you know, so everyone brings a little bit. You know, Caden Langling was did such a nice job. You know, of, of a scorer and a shooter, he can really fill it up. He had a couple games where he scored. 25, 27 points uh, in a game. So he's one of those guys that we knew could get going as well. And Will Schultz, you know, got hot there towards the end of the year and, and came off the bench and a really good three-point shooter and, and uh, could do that for us. And Caleb Vayner, I didn't need guys like that too that will just show up and, and work hard in practice and be a good teammate and cheer everybody on and, and get our guys better. You know, he needed Evan needed someone to beat up on every day of practice, and Caleb was that guy. He'd, he'd get Evan better. Yep. Uh, so you need seniors like that to do that. And uh, like I said, those underclassmen hopefully can learn from that and, and hopefully keep getting better and get ready for a, a fun year next year. And Coach, I'm glad you brought that up because I mentioned in the game Thursday night that Evan's not the biggest guy in the world, but he seems to be able to fight through physicality down in the post to be able to score. That makes sense. Why now? Because he practices every day against Caleb. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, Caleb's such a great kid. And yes. He's a yep. great football player. He's going to go play in the, the Shrine game. And, Deservingly I mean, so. He's a great kid. And, uh, you know, we'll do everything we ask. You know, he'll, he'll play with the varsity guys. And I'll say, hey, can you go be on the scout team? Because I need you to simulate this guy from this team. And he was the perfect Rykowski, uh, you know, getting prepared for the ADM game as far as just being a big body and getting rebounds and, and not letting Evan get around him. And, I mean, so – you need guys on your team like that. You need guys that will embrace that and, and be be a good teammate and, and do what is asked of you. And, uh, you know, he, his mindset was always, whatever you need me to do, however I can help out my team, uh, I'll do it. So, once again, I feel like I, I've said it a million times, but you can't say enough about kids like that. You know, right. in, in the world today, there's, there's more and more you see on social media about uh, – kids all being about themselves and, and if it's not what's best for them then they're they don't want to be a part of it and uh we got great kids and kids yep. that are just willing to be great teammates and do whatever they can to help out the team so i can't say enough about and not just the seniors but but everyone uh, in our program 
practices were always fun. Practices were always competitive, and that's the way to get better. The, the younger guys get better because they see that every day. And uh, so you need good seniors that have good leadership like that, but then you also need underclassmen that uh, are willing to work hard and go, man, I'm not quite good enough, and I got to keep showing up every day and working hard. And, and when my time comes, I'll be ready. And I, I think we got some juniors and some sophomores that uh, they'll be ready next year. So it should be fun. Well, Coach, as always, we thank you for everything. I don't think people realize that, you know, we pester you guys a lot, but it doesn't matter if you're driving back from Carlisle or North Polk or Bondurant for our what time it is that you get back. You always get his stats in the email, and you always take care of what we need to be able to cover you guys. And you don't know how much that really appreciates us for us to appreciate you guys for doing that because I know how, how many hours you work and, and how late everything gets. So thank you for everything. Thanks for all the interviews throughout the season as well. And uh, we look forward to, I'm sure I'll see you at a soccer game or a golf meet or something here soon but uh, we look forward to catching up with you soon and, and waiting for next year yeah thanks Jeff I appreciate it and uh, same to you we appreciate all you do and your coverage and I know there's a lot of late nights where it's late nights for us uh, talking to you but you still got an hour or two after we get done talking to you that you're doing your stuff so we appreciate all the coverage and all you do for the kids at the end of the day we want to give kids positive experiences and you're a big part of that too of recognizing them and getting their stuff out there so Appreciate all you do. You bet. Thank you, Coach. Head Coach Randy Beeson again with the Carroll Boys basketball team. We'll be back. We'll talk Carroll Girls basketball. Katie Cook set to join us next year on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. This American Heart Month, remember to schedule a cardiac calcium scoring test with Stewart Memorial Community Hospital in Lake City. This non-invasive 10-minute CT scan can determine the location and extent of plaque buildup in the coronary arteries. If you have coronary artery disease risk factors, even without symptoms, get screened before it's too late. Call Stewart Memorial Radiology at 712-464-4207 to learn more. Choose excellence. Choose Stewart Memorial. Back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show, talking some Carroll girls basketball as we wrap up the season with head coach Katie Cook. Tigers again an outstanding year this year, going 12-10 and 10 overall and 8-7 and seven in a conference. And I said this to Katie during the commercial break, folks, that if you go above 500 in this conference, that's a really strong year. So, Coach, I appreciate you joining us here today, and congratulations really on a fantastic season. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. Now, we got to start with that game last Saturday. Uh, I know the first half is not anything anybody wants to talk about. Uh, just could not get shots to fall in, if I remember right. Lewis Central came out, uh, you know, hitting a lot of things. But uh, you guys flipped the script there in the second half, actually beat them in the second half, and, and were the better team out on the court in the second half. Uh, right, right, which I, you know, like to cling to that. But um, unfortunately, you don't get to redo the first half. And yep. it, it, we we couldn't we didn't we ran out of time basically but um yeah it's a, Lewis Central is a great team uh, they made it to went on and made it to state um, so hopefully we we can you know we have a good nucleus coming back next year and hopefully we can keep that in the back of our mind that uh, we need to be ready to go um, when the stakes are high. Coach, one thing that you can certainly take away, and, and I think it was this way all year. 
this group of girls, you, you know, they never quit. They fought all the time. I mean, I hate to say it, but you're you're on the road. You're down thirty-one to six at halftime. There's a lot of even adults that are going to roll over and just get through the second half and 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 let it be done. But to come out and outplay them in the second half uh, says a lot about the character of this group of girls. I I think so too. Um, they're a gritty group. They're a tough group, um, and it just the fact that they. Uh, have no quit in them it, it speaks to a lot about the kind of people that they are um it, when they don't feel like doing it even for themselves they they will dig in and they'll do it for each other um so they they take a lot of pride in in never giving up and and it was i'm proud to have coached them coach uh, you, you opened up the year with wins over webster city and kemper and then got into the hawkeye 10 with a matchup with a really good storm lake team kind of in the mix dropped at four in a row uh, but then came back uh, right before the Christmas break. You, you, you win over at Ballard first time in probably close to 20 years, and then you win uh, against Bondurant Farrar heading into the break. Uh, was it then you realized what the type of team was uh, that you could have this year, or when did this team kind of start to, to become that team that you had at the end of the year? I, yeah, I think, I think when we beat uh, Ballard, they understood, you know, that, hey, all this, yes, we lost four in a row. Um, yeah, it was a tough stretch. But they, like I said, they're gritty, and, and they they came every day, and they were willing to get better. Uh, we were checking boxes at that time, you know, all right, we got to be better at boxing out, check. we got to be better at guarding on ball, check. Um, we've got to fix this, this, this. Um, and, and they were willing to do that, and I think it started to show. Uh, from, I mean, last summer going to team camps until, uh, you know, last Saturday, these girls improved immensely. Um, and it just makes me excited about next year. Coach, what was it like in practice then to be able to coach a group that sounded like they sponged in whatever you and your staff wanted to teach them? It was fun. Uh, I mean, we didn't, there weren't battles. We didn't have a ton of, uh, of issues. We just, said, you know what, we, we're not okay with, you know, loss after loss after loss. This is not the kind of team we want to be. Um, so we, we, they were fine with digging in and, and getting better. That's the only, you know, it's, it's that or, you know, continue, continue to struggle. So um, they embraced that and, and embraced the process, I guess, to use them probably overused term <laughs> <laughs> you, you win six of eight uh, you know they're late in the season um what was the confidence like for this group at that time and, and you mentioned here earlier the growth that you had from you know the the fall camps until you, you know the end of the season what were the areas you felt like this team got you know grew the most at probably just taking care of the ball um we, we didn't mind if anybody pressed us. That's fine. You know, we like we don't mind scoring out of our press breaker. In fact, sometimes we were better at that than scoring in the half court. Um, it, it, they they learned to take better care of the ball. They learned to time manage our possessions a little bit better. Um, and, and I think defensively, we, um, we were able to pull off some game plans at the end of the season that we could not have at the beginning. Was the Ballard game before the break the best game, or, or was there a game later in the year where even if you you didn't come up with a win that you felt like your team played as well as they were maybe capable of? 
Right. I think Ballard before the break um, was probably our best game against a, a man defense. Um, we were kind of able to capitalize on our size and, and mismatches and things. Um, and then we we beat in February. We beat February sixth. We beat Carlisle, mm-hmm. uh, which they were second in the conference, um, and that was a huge win. Uh, these girls were um, becoming aware, you know, towards the end of the season of what they're capable of, and it was it was just really fun to be a part of of that. Was there much of a celebration after the Carlisle win, or had this group kind of gotten to that point where it's like it was expected? <laughs> um. No, there was a celebration. It, <laughs> to be honest with you, Jeff, it was a blur because it's it's in there where we played like five games in seven days or eight, you know, six games in eight days or something. I don't know. We had a million games in, in a short stretch yep. there um, just because of all the snow makeups and things. Uh, so it's kind of a blur, but they – I mean, it was just kind of fun to, to during that time. You can't prep a lot. It's just kind of fun to just roll it out and play. You're like, all right, this is what we, you know, we don't have time to put in a, to go over all their plays or, you know, do an in-depth scouting report. We're just going to go play. And uh, so we, you know, pulling off that win uh, during that time was huge. You mentioned the, the snow. There was about a two-week stretch where really hardly anybody got any games in. How much do you think that impacted the season on a negative or on a positive way for this group? Uh, you know, I, I'm not big on making excuses, but just realistically, I think it was tough for us. We we had two weeks where we didn't, you know, we didn't play. Well, I guess a week and a half where we didn't have a game, um, and we were playing pretty well at that point. So I think it was hard to just continue to practice, 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 and then and not have those learning moments those little challenges that games bring you but um yeah we got them in my goodness we were by the end of january we were non-stop playing so coach you mentioned a couple of times how you excited you are for the future just two seniors on this year group um one is a starter and molly feld um you know did a lot of the small things defended extremely well for you i don't think her value was noticed uh, by people probably that don't really know the game a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, you look at Bailey Schulte, uh, gave you some really good minutes off of the bench before being injured late in the season and, and not being able to, to, to see the floor there at the end of the year. But uh, two terrific young ladies that I think were really important to this ball club. Absolutely. Well, we'll definitely miss them. Um, I think you mentioned Molly being a great defender and, and, and a leader and, and doing some of those little things. Same with Bailey. Um, they did a great job leading this team this year. Uh, you know, and it's, it's just the little things uh, that they were willing to take on. Um, they, but the thing, like the biggest thing about those two is they are the, two of the toughest girls uh, I've ever coached. Um, just physically and mentally, very, very, very tough. So they've set a good example for the younger ones. Coach, then you get all those players come back. I'm just going to run through girls that saw the floor for you somewhat regularly this year. Jersey Sporer coming off of the bench. Caitlin Aiden, of course, is starter. Uh, Sophia Tidgren, uh, just a junior and a really good shooter. Carly Menken, a force kind of inside for you. Olivia Rowetter, uh, just a terrific uh, player for you as well. Uh, and then you had both Chloe and Allie Cook that, uh, you know, just freshmen and sophomore in the future. 
uh, really, really sharp for them. Those are just the girls that saw the, the, the court kind of on a regular basis. So that's a lot of talent coming back. Yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, I'm excited about next season. Um, I have I've mentioned to all of them, we, we do some postseason individual meetings, and we, I mentioned to all of them that uh, we're going to push it this summer and see if we can't, you know, uh, grow quite a bit before the season starts and just give ourselves a little bit of an edge. Um, and they're all, they're all willing to do that. Uh, such a good nucleus, so many good athletes in the mix there. And, and um, also some promising uh, girls that were freshmen this year that didn't get to, to get on the varsity floor. Um, so they're, they're willing to get in and, and uh, improve over the summer and, and be ready when November comes around. What are the areas you feel uh, the girls need to work on to be ready for next year and take that next step forward? Well, well I think we need to improve our, our field goal percentage. So I'd like to work on our touch around the rim. Um, I think we have some athletes that are capable of pulling off, um, you know, some, some maybe adding some more tools to their to their toolbox, you know, some more moves. Um, we've got to turn some mostly post players maybe into more of a guard I wouldn't mind getting Caitlin off the ball once in a while um let somebody else run point so maybe it'll free her up a little bit on the wing um yeah so there's there's a long list Jeff but (laughs) (laughs) you know we've got some time yeah and and you will get to everything right coach you'll you'll work through that list like it sounds like you did this year Heck, heck yeah, yeah. We'll be there all night, but we'll get through it. <laughs> well, Coach, we thank you for everything. You always post stats on Varsity Bound. Doesn't matter if you're in Carlisle or North Polk or where the road trip. So we certainly appreciate that very, very much. And we thank you for taking the time to sit down with us every Saturday morning throughout uh, the season and, and talk about how the week's gone and kind of peek ahead at what you had coming up. So we thank you very much for all of the time and excited about the future and excited about next year. So thank you and looking forward to the future. Thank you, Jeff. You guys do a great job. You bet. Head coach Katie Cook again with the Carroll Girls basketball team. We'll be back with more of the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show right here on KCIM. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Thank you very much for joining us here for our Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning again, everybody. Mention Kemper Boys Basketball tonight. They're taking on Grundy Center in that Substate 6 final tonight for Class 2A. I'll have the broadcast along with Doug Wanniger tonight, 730 is the tip time for that game, not 7 o'clock, 7.30 is the start time, the tip time for that game tonight. We'll go on with pregame coverage at around 7.10 this evening. So again, Kemper Grundy Center Basketball on Kick 106.7 with me and Doug Wanniger tonight from Boone beginning at about 7.10 with the pregame tip-off at 7.30. want to thank Sean Minahan, Randy Beeson, and Katie Cook for joining us this week, and want to thank all of our coaches all the way back through the fall and through the winter sports season. Thanks to you for tuning in each and every Saturday morning um, since August uh, for our Pizza Ranch Coaches Show, and thanks to our sponsor as well, Pizza Ranch. We'll talk to you from over in Boone later today. Have a great weekend, everybody.